The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Virginians will soon find out if they can get a tax rebate from the state. Starting next Monday, the Virginia Department of Taxation will have a tool available on its website to check eligibility. If a taxpayer filed last year and owed the Commonwealth money, they may be able to get some of that money back. The General Assembly passed a law earlier this year giving taxpayers a rebate of up to $250 for individual filers and up to $500 for couples who file together. Governor Glenn Youngkin was a featured guest at a National Anti-Abortion Group's annual fundraiser last night. The group, Susan B. Anthony Pro-Life America, packs political candidates with the goal of, quote, ending abortion. Youngkin's appearance at the event drew criticism from reproductive rights advocates like Tarina Keene. She's the director of the advocacy group Repro Rising Virginia. If he and other anti-abortion politicians pursue a ban, which he has promised to do, um, we feel like they will be held accountable at the ballot box. Youngkin has called for limiting abortions in Virginia past 15 weeks of pregnancy. Over two-thirds of Virginians polled by VCU in June said the Commonwealth's abortion laws are reasonable and should not be changed, or say they're too strict. The gala was closed to the press, and a spokesperson for Yunkin declined to comment on remarks he made prior to the event. Richmond City officials are pushing to choose RVA Diamond Partners LLC to develop a large piece of land surrounding the Diamond Baseball Stadium. The first phase of the project will include a new baseball stadium, two hotels, and more than a thousand housing units. About a fifth of those units will be reserved for low- and middle-income families. Phase one of the project requires at least $627 million. Leonard Sledge, the city's economic development director, says it will be paid for using a community development authority. That's only consisting of the 67-acre Diamond District site. The new revenues, the new tax revenues that are generated as a result of the private development and the activities in the stadium will be the dollars and cents to pay debt service. The mayor and city council members have indicated they'll vote on this developer's proposal later this month. The U.S. Senate's proposed federal budget sets aside about $135 million for Virginia. A slice of that funding will go to renovating the Bird Park Pump House in Richmond. The 19th century building once housed the city's waterworks as well as a dance hall. The offices of Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine say the project will help stabilize the structure and expand the number of visitors who can go into it. It's the first step for larger renovations. A monument to Confederate soldiers has been relocated from the King George County Courthouse. According to the Freelance Star, the monument was moved to Historyland Memorial Park last week. The obelisk was dedicated in 1869 to, quote, honor the lives of the officers and soldiers of the Confederate Army from the county. The removal was originally intended to have a formal public observation, but it was changed at the last minute after several administrators received threatening messages about the move. Tourism funds will be used to direct visitors to the monument at the park. It's the start of a new school year, a time filled with new challenges and beginnings. 
For one Virginia student, it's meant defying the odds as he starts a new chapter in New York City. Megan Polly reports. 26-year-old Kyle Jacobs has been through a lot. He experienced abuse and was placed in foster care as a result of it. For a while, he was homeless, splitting his time between an abandoned house and his car. If it got too cold outside, I just went to go, you know, stay in my car. I had a dog at the time, so I had to make sure he was warm. In May, Jacobs graduated with a degree in agriculture from Virginia State University. He was sad his grandma wasn't there to see him walk across the stage. She was the one who eventually got him out of foster care, and she passed away last summer. You know, she was a really, really tough lady, and she put in so much work to to see me succeed. But Jacobs is certain his grandma would be proud of him today. He's in his second week of the Columbia HBCU Fellowship Program, pursuing a master's degree in sustainable management. He says, so far, so good. And he's already thinking about applying for an MBA or PhD program. Ultimately, he wants to work on global development issues, like ending world hunger. Megan Pauley, VPM News. This has been the VBM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.